0: the She Intensive podcast. I really wanted to get this episode out last Friday, but I've been feeling really unmotivated this week and I've been feeling really just meh. You know, it's January and that's all I've got. That's the only reason why. January's always a bit of a weird month and particularly under the current circumstances it's not making it any easier and getting back into the flow of work and other things has just proved to be really a real slog, put it that way. So I apologise that this is late but if anything it's been a bit of a blessing in disguise because it's allowed me to think more about this topic and the topic that I really wanted to talk about today is about following your desires to create the life that you want to live and in this episode I want to cover ideas about why we don't always go after what we want, how we can introduce more of what we want in our lives and how this can impact us in the long run and this is something that's really really close to my heart and when I think about my blog and this podcast and what I'm trying to achieve You know, I think that it's about encouraging you as well as myself, because every single topic that I talk about is something that I need to hear and remind myself of as well. I want us to live the most authentic and true and exciting and joyful lives that we can And I want us to be our most authentic selves within that because I honestly believe that living that kind of life and becoming more true to yourself and being the most authentic version of yourself is the key to living and leading a fulfilling life. So this topic is really important to me and I want to do it justice and I want to be able to talk about following your desires, following what lights you up and following what brings you joy and having this as a realistic expectation for your life every single day. I've met so many people throughout my life who have lived in this sense of obligation. You know, they feel that there is so much in their lives that they have to do and there's little time for anything else. And I've also been through periods of my life where I just feel like it was just a never-ending to-do list of things that I had to do and there was very little on that list of things that I wanted to do that genuinely lit me up that genuinely brought me joy and if there was things on that list that really brought me joy I felt I was so burnt out from doing all the other stuff I felt needed to be done that I didn't have the energy to commit myself to doing those things that I really wanted to do that were gonna help me live that fulfilling life and bring more fulfillment to my life and bring more joy to my life. And I think the idea of following your heart and creating a life that you want to live is almost seen as unrealistic and selfish and impossible, or it's only possible under certain circumstances, such as having loads of money, um, less familial responsibilities, perhaps a job with more flexibility. And I'd like to say that I honestly believe that anything is possible in your life, so long as you are open to it happening in a way that you may not expect it to. I feel that when we have these wants and desires, that we have them in such rigid expectation of how they should become in our lives. So using an example from my own life, I have always wanted to take a pottery class. You know, the whole like potter's wheel thing, I don't I don't know why I just really want to it looks like so much fun and it also looks like one of those things that you know when you watch someone else do it it looks so easy but you just know as soon as you sit there and you press that presser foot to start the spinning is gonna be so hard. <laughs> I just wanted to always have a go but obviously due to the current circumstances I'm not able to join any pottery classes in the local area so what I really wanted as well for my desk is a really colourful vibrant pen pot and I was hoping that I'd be able to go to a pottery class and like make this really beautiful pen pot and have it on my desk as this little emblem of of my time learning pottery on the potter's wheel um it sounds so stupid I know but this this is what I wanted to do, and like I said, because of the current restrictions, I'm not able to. So I could either just write it off and say, oh well, well I'm never going to you know work with clay like that's it, or I could find another way. And I'm a huge fan, and it's a phrase that I've mentioned previously on podcast episodes about finding the points of flexibility. I may not be able to join the pottery class but that doesn't write off my desire completely because there are other ways that I can have a go at playing around with some clay. So I went onto Amazon and I bought some air dry clay. <laughs> I looked at some YouTube tutorials about how best to work with it and off I went. Now is my pen pot as neat and tidy as it would have been had I you know, learned over nine or ten weeks of lessons and sculpted it on a wheel. Hell no! It look. It. I mean, it. <laughs> it's questionable that a thirty-year-old woman did that. Okay, it's questionable. And I had to wait for. Like honestly, I used so much water because I wasn't quick enough at moulding it that it took. It was meant to dry in twenty-four hours, but I used so much water. Because hello, beginner level, that it took about five days to dry out, and even then I had to put it in the oven to dry it out even more. So, you know, we are we're really below novice here. But I have my pen pot and I painted it in the most vibrant colours, and every time I look at it, it brings me joy because I know how much fun I had when I was making it. That's that's that. That's you know, I find the point of flexibility and I think sometimes in letting go of the rigid expectations we have of what we want, we are able to easily achieve what we want, if that makes any sense. Um, I was listening to a podcast I cannot remember what it's called right now. I will link it on my blog or I'll link it, I'll link it somewhere, right? I will link it somewhere and um, it was talking about manifesting your desires and this woman desperately wanted to have dinner with the Pope and she she was gonna do it. Like, I honestly believe that this woman will one day have dinner with the Pope, but the host was like, well, does it have to be dinner? <laughs> you know, can you just be open to meeting the Pope? And I, there it is, the point of flexibility you know just because she wasn't able to that if you, sometimes i think that if we hold on to this idea i want dinner with the pope or like i want to go to a pottery class then we don't allow any other means of that desire to come into our lives and then we miss out because we just have tunnel vision that that's the way it's going to be and that's that and i'm not open to any other way of having things and sometimes i think that stubbornness is really helpful Um, and it's I'm sure it has served so many successful people well over the years but I think ultimately there needs to be this element of flexibility and just inviting a little bit more spontaneity with your wants and your desires. Going back to this idea of this pen pot and every time I look at it it brings me joy because I remember how much fun I had making it. Sometimes I feel like we never take our desires seriously enough. Ironically, our desires are there so that we can engage more with life and that we can have fun with life. The things that we want to do and the things that bring us joy are worth doing purely because they bring us joy. So many times we view our desires as a means to an end. And we feel that we need to justify why we want to do something with really kind of, in quotation marks, practical real world reasons as to why this is a good idea. Just simply wanting to do something because you know it'll bring you joy is never reason enough. And we feel the need to justify it in our mind with other benefits that it might bring. And if the only benefit that you have for chasing something that will bring you joy is purely because it will make you happy, then that is reason enough. Your desire and your want to do something is is enough. That's a full sentence. Why are you doing that? Because I want to. End of, end of conversation. That's enough. You don't need any more justification than that. This is where we get to kind of the taboo ground of things because I feel like when you tell someone that they can chase what they want and they can create a life that they're excited to live, some people don't they don't like that (laughs) you know especially especially if you are a creative person and you want to lead a creative life and you maybe want to get a career that involves art or you know acting or filmmaking or anything like that anything in a creative industry very often is met with comments like get a real job I, I'm not even. I'm not even going to go into it. I feel like when you tell someone that they can chase what they want and create their own life, that this isn't is. An, it's not an example of reality in quotation marks. And I feel that the people who tend to comment things like that identify the world as being full of effort and hard graft and obligations and you need to do this, you need to do that, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, etc. And those are probably the people who have the most deep-rooted passions that they have just pushed down over the years and try to ignore and try to just bury because they feel that they are impossible to achieve. So very often I find that the biggest backlash is from people who have really big ideas about how they wanted to live their life and it hasn't happened for whatever reason but it hasn't happened and I would say when you meet those people who are quite vicious towards you for you know wanting to live a life that maybe isn't stereotypical and doesn't follow a set routine or doesn't follow the set rules that we have, which tends to be, let's be honest, you know, you go to school, you either get a job straight after school, you go to university, you get a job, and then you find a partner, you settle down with a partner, you get the mortgage, and then you have the babies. If that fulfills you, then that is absolutely brilliant. Go for it, absolutely, I'm not, bashing it. My problem is when we all try and follow that set thing and we're criticized when we don't do it. Considering that we are so diverse as human beings and we have so many different experiences of the world and we're raised in different ways and we've seen different things and we've met different people, surely if we're as diverse as we're meant to be as people then we should have all these different diverse lives and we should be celebrating that. It is true that life is full of obligations and things that we must do, right? Like this isn't some kind of bullshit recipe for living a dreamy, fantastic life that completely subverts responsibility and things like that. Like we all have things that we're responsible for and that we need to look after because that will help build the foundation to live a fulfilling life based on what we want. They're not mutually exclusive. Life isn't gonna be all blissful all the time and following your desires isn't some bullshit recipe for a carefree life, okay? You're still gonna encounter challenge and pain and you're still gonna cry on occasion. Building the life that you want isn't impossible. You know, some people may say that you can't have everything. One of my favourite quotes is um, from Kate Moss and she said that her mum told her one day, you can't have fun all the time. And Kate replied, well, why not? (laughs) Why not? Why can't you create a life that has more fun in it? There's obviously going to be things in your day that you're not going to enjoy doing, but that doesn't mean that you can't inject a little bit of fun into them. Even when you do chores, I mean, you could put on, a comedy podcast in the background, or you could just dance around with some headphones on and make it a little bit of a dance party. I don't fucking know, but there are different ways that you can bring fun into your life. So life can be fun all the time. One of the issues that we have as human beings when it comes to chasing what we want and going after what we want is that we live our life by almost negative confirmations. So we know what we mustn't do, we know what we can't do and what we shouldn't do and what we don't want. And sometimes knowing what we don't want can be really helpful because it helps us determine what we do want and it shouldn't be disregarded. But there have been times in my life where I have known exactly what I wanted, but it's been so buried under expectations set by society and other people which form the negative confirmations. So I start to say things like, oh, well, I can't do that because I mustn't do that because I shouldn't do this because. And oftentimes I wonder if we we know what we want deep down. You know, I think that we do. I am about to ask you a question and whatever your first gut feeling response is to this question, that is your answer of what you want. So if money, talent, skill, an expectation wasn't an issue, what would you be doing with your life? Whatever your answer was, go and take that and go and try and find a way to introduce that into your life. You know, speaking from personal experience, I think that I've limited myself in the past forgetting what I want in my life because I'm so attached to it happening in a certain way that I didn't give life space to provide me with what I wanted in a completely different way, you know? So, for example, I wanted, to, I've, as I said, it's no secret, I've said it a number of times on this podcast that I want to act. And I always thought that acting meant being on TV, being in like primetime dramas or being on a stage, kind of really the big league kind of stuff. And never once did I think about how I could act in different ways and how I could chase that desire a little bit closer to home, so to speak. So instead of being open to maybe looking for some extra work so I could, you know, experience life on a set and maybe not be like the lead character, but just be in the background, but be part of that world. I wasn't open to it because I wasn't thinking about it or I didn't think about joining a drama group in my local area because to me that wasn't what I had as a vision of acting in my mind if that makes sense. I was so attached this idea of acting as being on tv prime time big league stuff that I forgot about all the other ways in which I could incorporate that desire into my life. Once I had let go of that attachment to this image I had of acting and what it would look like in my life, I was able to think outside the box that I had created for myself and find other ways to incorporate that desire in my life. So I found an acting workshop and I do it once a week. It's on a Sunday and I've met people who are of similar mind to myself. And I enjoy it so much because it's what I wanna do. And I love the process of it. And I may never be, you know, on TV or I may never win a BAFTA, I may never win an Oscar, but I'm still doing what I wanna do. And if every Sunday for two hours, I get to do what I want to do every week and surely that puts me in a better position than before when I wasn't doing anything at all. And actually by introducing this desire in my life, it could lead to bigger things. I don't fucking know, but I'm open to anything now because this has already happened. So I mean, anything's possible from here, right? Another reason perhaps why we don't go after what we want is because when we really kind of engage with that, and I have to say that when we want something, like when it's truly a desire, it's not just in our minds, like we feel it in our bodies, right? It's just this pull that you have. I'm sure when I asked you that question earlier about what you wanted to do with your life and you gave me your answer, I bet you felt it you felt it within you, right in your heart. And that's the thing with desire, that's when you know you wanna do something. And actually, if you felt a little bit of fear with that as well, that's definitely a sign you should be doing something. And it may be that that desire that you have is realistic and it is achievable and it is fucking scary because it means that in pursuing what we want, we'll have to tear down and rebuild what we already have in our lives and that is scary as fuck. It means looking around at the life that you've built and realizing it is what we wanted at one point in our lives but the person that we are today, the person who's listening to this episode, the person who's speaking on this episode, we're not the same as we were a year ago or two or three and with that our desires change and our wants change and our needs for fulfillment change and for the new to come in we need to let go of the old and um, error is that we we hold on to it sometimes, and we don't make space for what we want. A really good example of this is actually my own mum. So she had a very successful career. She was very stable in her career. Suddenly, you know, it it wasn't what she wanted anymore. It wasn't good enough for who she was anymore because she had changed. And with that, she decided to start again. She went back to university. She started a degree. She quit her job. And so the old stuff that she got rid of, she quit her job. So she had to get rid of her job and rely on student loan, which was, you know, scary in itself. But also she's always loved having horses. Like that was her thing. That is her thing. (laughs) Um, It's her passion, like it's her hobby. And she spent a lot of time cultivating this. But in order to afford uni, And to make time for uni, she had to let that go for a while. And that was difficult. It was really difficult because it was still a passion that she had, but this desire that she had to go back to uni and learn something new was so much stronger. That desire that she had was the fuel to get her through. You know, she had to get rid of the old and make space for the new. And sometimes doing that is really painful. Sometimes doing that means letting go of things that we might not be ready to let go of, but, because we desire something so much and we want, we know that that desire will bring more fulfillment and joy into our lives, then we just need to let that shit go and just take a risk and go for it. Which sometimes means that, you know, sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do temporarily so that you can have what you want. So a real world example of this is, um, I don't wanna do any housework right now, okay? Right now, how I feel in myself, I don't wanna do any housework, I'm quite comfortable. It is what it is. However, I want a clean house. (laughs) I wanna live in a nice clean space. So doing what I desire isn't a case of identifying what I don't wanna do. Like I said before, try not to use the negative confirmation to decide what you want to do. Because you get so caught up in that, oh I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it, that you don't get anything done. There's shitloads of things that we don't want to do, but we have to. So we may not want to work, but we want money to live the life that we want, right? That's why I say try not to use the negative confirmation to decide what you want. Because my mum may not have wanted to get rid of the horse, however, her desire to learn more and start again and really... Start afresh in her career, that desire trumped it. And in order to get there, she had to temporarily let go of stuff. And when we hold on to our desires like that, when we really look at the long term and what we want, we actually beat our own bullshit. So, in terms of wanting a clean house, if I hold on to that desire and keep it at the forefront of my mind, it means that even in the moment I don't want to do the Hoover in, I'm gonna do it because my desire for a clean house trumps anything and it motivates me. And whenever you feel lost, when you pursue the things that bring you joy and when you pursue the things that help you feel fulfilled, hold onto that initial desire. It is a life raft because like I said, there will be challenges, there will be painful moments and there will be fucking tears, but your desire will be the life raft that carries you through those storms and will keep you going. And always remember that your desire is what gets you through. And I feel that if we do anything else other than, so say our desires are tied up with other shallow things like, I don't know, money or status or things that just won't last and things that just basically building your house on sandy ground, so to speak. I just don't think it lasts, you know, if we're not doing something from a pure place of wanting within ourselves, if we're not doing something from a pure place of it will just bring joy and fulfillment into my life, if we're doing it from a place of I want more money or we're doing it from a place of I want more power, I want to be number one or whatever. I just don't think it'll last. And I don't, you know, it's, it's kind of like going for a job because the pay is good, but then realizing that for five days a week you have to work in a job that you hate, it's just not gonna last and it's not gonna bring you joy. Whereas if you pick a job that you know that you're gonna love five days of the week and maybe your pay isn't gonna be as good, surely, surely that's more fulfilling for you in the long run to know that each and every day you get to live really live and really live that fulfilling life and not just spend five days of the week waiting for the weekend where you can spend the money that you've used 35 to 40 hours of your life earning and sacrificing to spend that money that you thought that you wanted. It's not about, you know, It's about fulfillment. It's about being excited about your life and feeling like you're growing as a person, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and nurturing those areas of your life. And I don't think money can do that for you. What I do think is chasing the things that you want and the things that bring you joy are going to do that for you. They are gonna cause you to grow. And they are going to cause you just to enjoy the life that you are creating. When I speak about following your desires, it sounds very dramatic and it sounds very life changing. And they can be in some ways, you know. It may be that, you know, your desire is, is to live in a different country, your desire could be to completely change your career, your desire could be to make some huge life changes to your relationships. Um, And I would say that if you are gonna be in a place where you pursue your desires, you know, get, get a support team around you. Get the people who are gonna cheer you on and support you in that and are gonna be for you and are gonna remind you of why you're doing what you're doing when the time does get tough, when the tears come, you know? Get them to remind you of why you're doing this for your own fucking joy. Having said that, I think it is possible that every single day you can build more of what you want in your life in really easy ways throughout your normal daily routine. And this is what I wanna to get to. So oh, took me long enough to fucking get there. <laughs> this isn't just what I wanna to get to, but you know, this is how we do it every day. <laughs> Um, I signed off 2020 with the episode about fear and desire and how I wanted 2021 to be a year where I followed my desires. And I started to implement this a little bit before 2021 hit. So I would say towards the end of November, onwards throughout December, and definitely as soon as 2021 hit, um, I have been getting into the habit of checking in with my desires every single day. And that comes down to every single action that I do, I check with myself, what do I want? So what do I wanna wear today? What do I want to eat today? What do I wanna drink today? So for example, instead of reaching, and this is like really fucking basic shit, and you're probably gonna think, oh fucking I'll be a bit dramatic, but I'm a Leo, it's what I do. I make drama out of anything. Instead of grabbing for that breakfast that I normally do out of habit and out on autopilot, I stop and I ask myself, okay, what do I wanna eat? What do I really want to eat? And I've been really enjoying it because I'm not just eating, I'm just wolfing down my usual shit, right? Like I'm actually making stuff that I really wanna eat and that is gonna nourish me. And the same with what I wanna wear. I mean, it's been so, so easy. Every motherfucker knows it's been so easy to just reach for the loungewear every single day. And that's what I've done out of habit. It's just become a habit now. You know, I just wanna wear comfy clothes and that's that. And it's like, well, no, 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 start, pause. What do you really wanna wear? Look at all the clothes in the wardrobe. What do you wanna wear today? What do you feel like wearing? And I've actually motivated myself to get dressed in the mornings and the days where actually I do my hair a little bit nicer than usual. I don't just brush it and go. Asking myself what I want has allowed me to introduce desire in every corner of my life. And I think that if, if I can practice this every day, I'm gonna be able to practice it when the big things come to. So when it comes to making those career changes or geographical location changes, I'm gonna be so well-versed in asking myself what I want that asking questions at those times is gonna feel so much easier. That's what I'm hoping for. It's almost like a self-care practice. You know, if you can't get the foundations right of self-care then when it comes to the really bigger moments, you're definitely, there's nothing there to build on, right? And you're definitely not going to be fulfilling your self-care tank if you're not building the foundation to rest the fucking tank on. So for example, you know, if I'm not eating nourishing food every day and I'm not drinking when I feel thirsty because I'm too wrapped up in work or I'm not going to pee when I need to because I just need to get this one thing done then when it comes to bigger things you know I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit the mark I need to get the little things right and incorporate that self-care into my everyday and make sure that I'm taking breaks and make sure that I'm being easy on myself when I feel tired and you know it's about building that foundation that you can build on building that foundation that you can build on. I don't know, does that make sense? I've said it now, it's too late. Anyway, um, so it needs to become a habit and we need to start from a place of desire and what we want. Try not to identify so much with what you don't want. I mean, if you're really confused, then okay, ask the question, okay, well, what don't I want? But ultimately, go with that gut feeling, go with that gut feeling because that pull that you feel, that's what you should be doing. Just start practicing asking yourself what you want in every moment. Start small, watch it grow. You can start right here, right now, after you finish listening to this. Heck, maybe, maybe you don't even wanna listen to the ending of this because you're thinking, I don't wanna listen to it anymore. Oh, but I've come this far and maybe I should just keep listening. No, turn me off, go and go, just turn me off. (laughs) Come back to me later or not at all, do what you want. This is the point, do what you want. Just listen to yourself, listen to your desires, listen to your joy and follow them like a golden thread and they will lead you to the most incredible experiences, the most incredible people. And ultimately, you'll just be so much more enriched by your own life. And you'll realize, I think, in the long run that you're in control of your own joy, right? You're in control of the life that you create and it just... Knowing that makes you feel like anything is possible. I speak from a place of having done this and knowing that I have these choices makes me feel so much less powerless. I think sometimes we can get the illusion that we are powerless and that we can't make choices and that we can't do this, we can't do that. Identify what you want and just risk going for it. Like I said, this isn't a recipe for perfection either. You may go for something that you want and find out that actually, oh fuck, I I didn't enjoy that. That actually happened to my friend once. So um, I was in university with her and she always wanted to be a teacher. She started her PGCE. She hated it, absolutely hated it. The desires changed, She had changed, that's fine. We can work from here. So from where she was, she decided that she wanted to stop doing the PGCE and go on and get a job somewhere else. So she followed that golden thread of desire. And even though it didn't work out for her, she learned a lot from that situation. Following your desires, following your joys and following what you feel will be most fulfilling for you doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to hit the mark every time, right? And it's not about failing either. You know, it's not stop putting desires into success and into failure. It's not about that. It's just about doing it because it brings you joy. And if you get there and you start doing it and you realize, oh, actually, this doesn't bring me joy. Okay, fine. Park it. Stop doing it. Go and follow something else that will bring you joy. It's not a wasted journey if you learned so much about yourself and so much about life on that journey. Nothing is ever a failure if you learned something from it. And you can weave a lesson out of everything. I mean, look at some of the shit that I fucking talked about today. Just today alone. <laughs> let alone the rest of the episodes that we've had together. So to sign out, let this year be the year of flexibility. Let this year be the year where you just go for it and you follow the golden thread of joy and see where it leads and what you learn along the way. And be open to life giving you the most unexpected things. Be open to serendipity, be open to those kismet moments that just remind you of how magical life can be. That's what I'm gonna do anyway. So it'd be really cool if you could join me and let me know how your journeys are going. Drop me an email, comment on my blog, do get in touch. Let me know what are your desires? What was your answer to that question? I would love to know. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it there for this week. I'm glad I recorded this episode, I'm really happy that I finally got it out and I hope that you've learned something from it and I hope that you've learned something about yourself and remember to start where you are, start right now, start here, this is your beginning point and who knows where you'll be this time next year and with that I hope that you go on to have a wonderful day and a wonderful week and I will catch up with you again very soon.